Hello, Bear Nation. This is Gary Justice, your host of the University of Pikeville Men's Basketball Podcast. An exciting episode this week. I catch up with Bears basketball alum Sheikh Nadai. He talks about his path to the University of Pikeville, what he's doing since graduation, still making an impact on campus. Also, I caught up with head coach Ty Compton as he recaps last week's win at Emory and Henry and also the Bears moving to 7-0 on Saturday with their victory over Ohio Valley University. Also, he's going to preview the upcoming conference games with Life University and Tennessee Southern. Great episode, so please stay tuned. Hello, Shaq. Welcome to the U-Pike Men's Basketball Podcast. Uh, hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, Shaq, man, I've been looking forward to this interview all day long. Uh, I'm honored. Hey, Shaq. So share with us, with the audience at home, uh, you're a men's basketball alum, and I know we're going to get into your uh, debut as an honorary coach for the men's side on Saturday, but tell everybody at home your path to the University of Pikeville. Uh, yeah, so my, my path was um, a little weird. My path actually started with my parents immigrating to the U.S. from Senegal and West Africa right before I was born. And um, I grew up, English was not my first language. My language called Wolof is the native language in Senegal and West Africa. That was my first language. And so growing up, it was it was kind of weird um, learning how to speak English. It, I developed a lot of shyness because I, was, I wasn't confident in my English. And that carried on throughout my life. Um, but um, opportunities brought me to Kentucky, to Eastern Kentucky. And um, I just took advantage of opportunities. And I ended up getting a scholarship to play football at U-Pike, and um, I, I, I like football, but um, I, always, I always was in love with the sport of basketball, and I felt like I could play at the college level. And so I played one season of football at U-Pike. Um, after that season, I contacted Coach Wells and asked him, is there any way I can join the basketball team? Is it too late? And he ended up putting, putting me on the JV team. Uh, I played one JV game. And um, after that game, they, they moved me up to varsity, and I ended up playing my last three years uh, um, uh, at U-Pike. I played basketball. And so it was, it was, a, it was a beautiful journey. Uh, I built many connections along the way, including being able to be a student ambassador for the admissions department at our school and being a resident assistant for ResLife and um, also being a part of the ACE program and other programs on campus. Um, and that helped me in my opportunity today. Um, and so... Now uh, I graduated my bachelor's in April uh, in social work, and now I'm pursuing my, my master's in social work um, at UPIC while working um, in the ACE program at this school. And so um, I'm totally honored to be uh, in the in this podcast, and all, I'm grateful for all the opportunities that I got at UPIC. I tell you what, Shake. Anytime I get a chance to speak with you, it always makes my day better. It doesn't, <laughs> matter, it doesn't matter if it's on the phone, via text. <laughs> or in person, man, it, it's awesome. And but I, I do want to go back to something you talked about. First of all, that was a heck of a JV game you played. You played one JV game, you got pulled up to the varsity roster for the rest of three years. So it must have been one heck of a JV game you played. Oh, uh, it was it was amazing. I had so much energy. It was my first game since high school, and um, I, I, I was I, I knew all the players already, and it, it was just a really fun game. I just really wanted to showcase everything that I can do. Well, Sheck, years of playing basketball uh, for U Pike and Coach Wells, um, one of those 
years you were named the Mid-South Conference Champion of Character. Yes. When you got named as the champion of character, what did that mean to you? Um, it, it was it was an individual award, but um, it was an award that I was I was very passionate about because every day I tried to bring the best version of myself, whether that was at practice, at a game, in a classroom, and no matter who I was I was with that day or talking to that day, I tried to give them the best version of myself, and um, it was a, it was a proud it was a proud and honor. To, uh, I was proud and honored to win that award because um, I, I really put in the effort, even if I was having a bad day, I never know who was having a, um, a worse day. And so I, I wanted to help put a positive impact on every person that I encountered and encountered. And so every day I put in the effort to try to um, uplift my character and showcase uh, the, the best version of myself. And so the, for the folks at home, a little bit about the champion character uh, that was given to somebody who is, selected who represents the sport they're playing as long as with being a champion of character off the court as well too so you was identified by folks at the university of pikeville coaches staff members who nominated you for this award throughout the conference and you were selected as a champion character so not only were you doing the right things on the court but also doing the right things off the court and i definitely would definitely agree with that selection check oh thank you thank you well, Sheck, you know, you talked a little bit about, you know, after basketball and you're, you're definitely a student athlete, always took care of the, your business inside the classroom, a very talented athlete as well, too. But since graduation, I mean, you haven't left the University of Pikeville. You're, you're still making an impact on campus. So I know you touched on a little bit. You're in the Master's of Social Work program right now with U Pike. But Sheck, you're still making an impact on a lot of people's lives right now. Can you share with us what, what you're doing with the university right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, simply uh, one of the biggest advice I got when I first came to college is build as many connections as you can. And I realized that the more connections you build, that's the more opportunities you have to be successful. And that's exactly what I had. It's opportunity. And so um, right after I graduated, I had the opportunity to work um, for the university and also um, obtain my master's at a school that um, I, I love and I care so much for. And so now I'm able to serve the students and um, relate to the students in many ways, especially student athletes who are not from the state of Kentucky. And so um, many of the, the out-of-state students, they, they gravitate towards me within the ACE program, and I relate to them so well because I was an out-of-state student. I was a student that, you know, home was 12 hours away, and so I couldn't go home every Thanksgiving or every, every winter break. And so uh, having those conversations, I'm able to connect with students and help guide them through through their first few years at UPike. And so um, just being able to serve the university, especially within the ACE program, it's such, it's such an honor. Um, I was a student that was also a part of the ACE program. I was a first-generation college student. My parents had um, no, no higher than a grade school education. And so um, it, 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 it's, it's taken the gifts that I've been given and uh, the things that I've been taught um, throughout my life and, you know, serving the students at UPike. And that's what I enjoy the most is being able to give back to a school that gave me so much. Well, you said about serving the students. And now uh, when you look up that word serving students in the Webster Dictionary, um, you will see a picture of Sheik tonight in my book. <laughs> um, but Sheik, I know you mentioned it a couple of times about the ACE program. Uh, folks listening to the podcast may not be familiar with what ACE stands for. It's an acronym. Would you care to 
uh, maybe go a little more further detail of what the ACE program is for and what it yeah. means and how it serves students. Yeah, so um, the ACE program stands for Academic and Cultural Enrichment. We're a student support service on campus, and we serve about 165 um, students. We have different requirements to get in. Um, they include either being a first-generation college student or um, having a disability or fitting in, um, income requirements. And after you get admitted to the program, you get um, a, 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 so many services, like I can't even speak of. I mean, anywhere from um, academic coaching, you know, making academic plans, um, scheduling meetings to set goals for the semester and, and to try to help students hold, um, help hold students accountable to those goals. Um, to connecting students with the resources that we have on campus. That could be resources with tutoring, that can be financial aid, the business office, even um, if they need help uh, out, off campus, we, we, we help them off campus. If they need links to services at the hospital, we try to do anything we can to um, assist our students in any way to help them from now until graduation. And um, being a member of the, of the ACE program, uh, I was so honored to have that support, especially as a student athlete you have a family that's here that's ready to support you. And so we're a team of four. We have a space on campus where students are allowed to hang out and lounge and also study and print and just do so many things. And simply we're a student support service that do whatever we can to help students be successful. Well, I tell you what, Shake, I know you take the job very seriously. I know a lot of students look to you uh, for guidance and you know, being that I'm a first generational student myself too, you know, going to a, um, going to college can be very intimidating. And then also you just need to have that little extra support. Somebody just say, Hey, you're doing the right things. Or maybe somebody's coming to you with a question of, I'm not sure what to do in this situation. Just having that assuring voice and a little bit of guidance can go a long way. And as student support, um, uh, the ACE department does a great job on campus, and we definitely appreciate what you do for the students at the university. And also, we just appreciate the kind of guy you are, Sheck. But oh, thank uh, you, man. Thank you. Oh, uh, Sheck. Now, also, um, uh, I know on Saturday you had an opportunity to to serve as the honorary coach for the men's basketball program as they took on Ohio Valley University. Tell us a bit about that experience. Uh, it was an amazing experience. It was one that I was looking forward to. As, as soon as I, I was a, when I was a player, we had honorary coaches. And I always loved those games. Um, it showed how the university firsthand supported us with the staff members and the faculty members that, that were honorary coaches. And I knew that whenever I got the opportunity, I was going to jump on it. And earlier this semester, I was able to be an honorary coach for the women's basketball team. And um, as soon as I got the uh, the the notification to be an honorary coach for the men's basketball team. I jumped all over it. I, I texted the coaches and um, it was just an honor to be alongside the coaches. I'm seeing it from a different light, but also um, many of those, those players on the team, I just played with them last season. And so we were able to kind of reconnect and um, cut up and enjoy an enjoyable environment. And they ended up picking up, picking up a win. Um, and it was, it was such a great experience and an honor and, um, it, it's it's put up there high with with my experiences at UPike. I'm um, just being on the bench with with the, with the team supporting them, um, supporting those young men that are going to turn into amazing people. Um, it, it was an it was an amazing experience, and I was honored. Well, Shaq, I know it was. Uh, anytime we pick up a win, it's always good. Of course, moving seven and zero, but also kind of see people like yourself, successful guys who've graduated, and come back and still being part of the program and supporting these young men. It, it's a it's a big deal. 
I am when I saw I pointed at the ball game on Saturday and saw you uh sitting on the bench and which is a wonderful and I had an opportunity on Friday to go to attend practice and I saw you there at practice rebounding the basketball for the guys when they're shooting and helping out in some drills, man. That was it was fun to see. Oh yeah. Anything I could do to, to help them. I mean, I'll do it right now. Like I mean, the, the, there's, it's an amazing program, and I, I wish the best for them. Well, Sheik, uh, the last question I have for you is, so what's it, the, the plans for Sheik Nadai? I know right now you're working in the ACE department, and you're enrolled in this master's program, master's of social work program at the University of Pikeville. If you can look into a, um, a crystal ball to see the future for yourself, where do you see yourself at? Um, that tends to be a tough question for me. Uh, I try my best to live in the moment and to enjoy everything that I can get out of the um, the moment I'm in right now. Um, if I was to look into a Christmas crystal ball, it'll be utilizing the, the skills and the knowledge I'm, I'm gaining from my master's program and also in the ACE program and relating to students. And, uh, I could see myself in a setting where I'm, I'm, I'm working, I'm, I'm almost like a, um, a support for students, um, student athletes. Uh, I like to focus on athletes just because um, it's, there's a lot of focus on the athletic um, part of the athletes and maybe even academic to keep them eligible for athletics. But there's not a lot of focus on the athletes and their mental health and how they're doing as a person and how, they, how they're doing relating to their environment. Um, and so that, that I want to focus on athletes and, and mental health. And uh, that's kind of the setting I see. I, I have no idea where that will be. Um, opportunity would take me um, anywhere or it'll keep me here. And I'm, I'm just optimistic that the future um, is taken care of as long as I focus on the moment right now and give the, give the best version of myself every day. I do have a follow-up quick question for you, Sheck. You talked about that, athletes. And it's true. You know, we go to the ball games as fans. We go and we're entertained by these young men and women with their athletic ability and just the competition. Getting to watch them play is so fun. And, of course, we're – all very passionate about the university and just cheering them on. But you mentioned about the mental health side of things. There's a lot of pressure of being an athlete. There's a lot of pressure during the ball game, uh, during a practice. A lot of people don't see. Can you talk a little bit about that mental health side of things and yeah. that support, support for student athletes? Yeah, I just want to emphasize that, you know, athletes are more than athletes. And um, it's, it's a conversation that's, that's more uh, more commonly talked about now, um, but they're they're more than athletes. You know, they're people. They're they're siblings. They're they're some of them are parents, uh, um, and they had they have other aspirations. And you know, they, they have God given talents with with athletics, but that doesn't define the, the the entirety of that person. That person is capable of so many gift, um, so many things, and they have so many gifts. And so, just recognizing that recognizing that athletes are not bulletproof, and they're not. Um, they're not immune to any mental health illnesses. Um, just because they're they're so privileged athletically doesn't does not mean they can't go through the same stressors that uh, a non-athlete goes through. And so um, I, I'm actually a part of a, a, a organization on campus called Honest Athletes, where it's a platform for for college athletes to share their story. And we're trying to break the stigma around mental health. And the stigma is that it doesn't exist. You know, you can, you can see physical injuries, you can see, you know, bruises and cuts and things like that, but you can't really see mental health, but it's, it's more, it's, it's, it has to be um, a priority because without mental health, you know, you, you can't be yourself, you can't be a person. And so um, I, I just want to emphasize that 
um, it, it, it is an important thing. Um, athletes are, are very, but that doesn't mean that they're, um, they're invincible and they're not, they're not able to feel the way that other people feel. Well, I tell you, you talked about honest athletes and that's something by started by one of your former teammates, Brady. Oh Smith. yeah. Brady Smith. Yeah. He's, he's an amazing teammate of mine. And it, it was, it was, um, it was so brave of him to to share his story and, and get that started. And that Honest Athletes is a program that's going to help many, many student athletes over the years. Well, Shake, I tell you, man, I can talk with you all day long. And uh, you've got so many things to offer our students at the university. And we're not even people outside of the University of Pikeville. Definitely very proud of you, what you're doing on campus and, and helping uh, to help shape the next generation of young leaders. I appreciate you, Gary Justice, man. Um, you you have you have been um, played a, a tremendous role in my life. Just being someone that that's so genuine, um, and, and you, you constantly show your support and you constantly serve this university. And I, I appreciate um you having me here today. Well, Shake, man, I appreciate that. And my door is always open, and uh, we appreciate your appearance. And we'll see you at the next ball game. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Shake. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you. Coach Thompson, welcome to the U Pike Men's Basketball Podcast. Thanks, Gary, for having me. Uh, no doubt, Coach. We appreciate your time, and especially after uh, another 2-0 and week. You guys went on the road to Emory and Henry, the NCAA Division II school, won that one 83-71, and, and wrapped up the week with an 87-58 victory against Ohio Valley University. So, Coach, take us back down into Abington, Virginia, where you played take on Emory and Henry, but that 83-71 victory. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a tough game. We, uh, you know, our first real regular season road test and uh, coming off such a big week uh, beating Campbellsville and Georgetown just a few days prior, uh, we knew it was going to test us a little bit. We knew that, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, it was a little bit of a trap game. And, uh, you know, we thought if we played well, we had enough to win, but uh, knew that they were going to come out, play hard. And, uh, you know, road games are tough to win regardless of who you play. So um, just really glad that, that, you know, we were able to shake off some early game blues and, and uh, you know, rally in the second half for a, for a convincing win. But, um, you know, I think in the long run, I think that game will, will do us a lot of good. Just, you know, I think it was an eye-opener for our guys. You know, several of our guys, it was their first road game with us. So it was an eye-opener for them just, uh, just as a reminder that, you know, no matter who you play on the road, no matter how far it is or, or what level it is that you're playing – um, you know, you've got to be ready to go and, and you've got to bring everything that you've got uh, if you hope to come out with a road victory. You mentioned coaching that game against Emory and Henry, a little bit of a slower start for the Bears. However, you guys closed very well. I thought for in a 40-minute ball game, the last 12 minutes of the game, you guys played your best basketball. Yeah, you know, we defensively, we didn't feel like we were doing a great job of, of keeping them out of the lane and, and playing without fouling. And, uh, you know, the, the points that allowed were, were – fine on on our end and and the percentages that we allowed were fine uh it it just it was a sloppy game you know we were getting a lot of the shots that we wanted offensively uh we just couldn't find the bucket and um you know like I said there's a lot of reasons that that went into that you know I think just a little bit of a little little bit of a letdown was inevitable in terms of just uh, coming off such a high from the Saturday win and um you know having to go on the road and, and battle some of those challenges on the road it was you know I don't know if they're their heater and went out in their gym or what it was in the fifties in their gym, uh, degree wise, it was just a little bit of everything that, that you could think of that could, could potentially mentally challenge us. Uh, we were challenged. So 
uh, again, just happy to be able to go on the road and come out with a win. It's it's tough to win games, period. Uh, it's really, really tough to win road games. A big, a big game for Corbin Spencer, coach, coming up with his first double-double as a Bear, 22 points and 10 rebounds. And, and also, Coach Kevin Bishop played well, 19 points, 9 rebounds as well. Both those guys coming off the bench that night. Yeah, you know, both of those guys have uh, have been, you know, steady hands for us the entire season. And, um, you know, have to commend Corbin, you know, rebounding and adding elements to his game is something that we've really challenged him on the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, he's really added the rebounding element at a high, high level so far this year. And, uh, you know, Kevin's been Kevin's been steady the entire year. You know, he's able to come in and uh, gives us a boost off the bench and gives us a little more physicality in, in the post. And, um, you know, when he gets going, he's, he's, he's tough to stop. He's so strong around the rim, has a, a great finishing ability around the rim. So <clears throat> I'm just, just really proud of those guys for stepping up and, and leading the charge when, uh, you know, we were searching for an answer and needed somebody to step up and, and make some big plays down the stretch. And just to recap, and just to, to top the finish off, excuse me, a couple more box, a uh, couple more things about the box score, excuse me, uh, winning at 83 71. Um, Kenyon Dooling with 12 points and four assists. And then uh, Tavon Horton added 10 points and seven rebounds as well, too. I know you're looking both of those guys to have big games the rest of the season for you as well, too, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. Tavon's been able to, to be a little bit of a steady hand for us this year so far. He's he's had some great offensive games, but really it's been his defensive ability and willingness to, to step up and guard the, the best player on the opposing team. Uh, he's really taken that role and, and excelled in that role so far. And, and Kenyon, you know, he's – He's, uh, you know, figuring things out more and more every day. You know, he's a, he's a big-time scorer just by instinct and by nature and uh, trying to get him to buy in more to, um, you know, being a great defender every single time down the floor and, and really taking charge and embracing running the team. Uh, you know, as he gets more comfortable doing that, uh, I do think that you'll see a little more consistency uh, from him night in and night out. But, you know, just thinking about the box score as well, you know, I know we gave up 10 offensive rebounds in the first half and 17 turnovers for the game and, uh, you know, those are things that are really uncharacteristic of our group so far this year. Um, so, you know, again, just trying to trying to uh, find the positive. And, and I think one of the major positives is just, you know, when you don't play your best on the road, are you able to find a way to win? And luckily we did. Well, Coach, then again, let's move to Saturday. You guys take on the Ohio Valley University Fighting Scots out of the River States Conference. And NCAA Division II school now playing in the NAIA. Uh, you guys pulled that one out, 87 to 58. Um, something I really love about this team, too, Coach, you have so many players who can lead you in scoring each night. And Darius Love had another career night of the previous Thursday against Campbellsville, had a career-high 29 points on Saturday. He goes off for 30 points, 4 of 4 from deep as well, 11 to 15 from the floor. Corbin Spencer with an all-around game, 12 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. And Jacob Brown also in double figures with 12 points as well too, Coach. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, just spreading the ball around and, and making the right play at the right time. That's kind of what we've been about. That's what we talk about in recruiting. And, um, you know, that's kind of what we were last year. We had eight guys that averaged eight or more points last year. And, you know, I think we're on pace for something similar this year up to this point. And, um, you know, we kind of let the defense choose uh, who gets hot. And, you know, we, we put a lot of trust in our guys to, to make the right decision, to make the right play, to hit the open man when that opportunity presents itself. And, uh, you know, they bought into the philosophy of just, uh, you know, always, always trying to make the right play, always looking for others and and, uh, you know, not necessarily having to look for their own every single night. And they also, you know, playing that way also allows them to trust 
that their teammates are going to find them when the right play uh, is for them to get the shot. So um, just sharing the basketball, uh, playing up tempo, and, and really, you know, having our team success uh, at the forefront of, of everyone's thoughts and, and uh, everyone's uh, ambitions are, are, are kind of what we, what we preach every day and what we've got to keep going as a team. And Coach, I thought on uh, Saturday I had an opportunity. Um, I was very grateful to have an opportunity to go to, to the practice on Friday before you guys played Ohio Valley University and really talked about that middle game again, that last five minutes of the first half, that's the first five minutes of the second half. And you guys are winning 40-31 to 31 at the half. And you come out in that second half, and at the first uh, four or five minutes of that second half, you guys take a nine-point lead and turn it into an 18-point lead, uh, outscoring the Fighting Scots 47-27 in the second half. What did you guys? What kind of adjustments did you make at halftime, Coach? You know, it, it wasn't so much adjustments. It was just we really challenged our guys to come out and execute the game plan that. Uh, we have been trying to execute for the first 20 minutes a little more effectively. And, uh, you know, a lot of that just, you know, a, a lot of our growth at this point in time is is just learning that uh, a lot of the answers lie within us. You know, a lot of the times it's it's about, you know, just locking in and, and doing our job to the best of our ability on an individual basis and, and getting more uh, people to do that collectively to make our unit better. And, uh, you know, that, that at times, you know, we things start going bad and, and everybody kind of looks to one another and looks for, for somebody else to come up with an answer or, or to stop the bleeding, so to speak, or, or uh, to make it a little easier on them. And, and sometimes there is no easy way. So that's something that we really preached at halftime, just about digging deep, doing our job, uh, making sure that we were sticking to the game plan and everybody just trying to, to give us the best that they had that day and then kind of see where it ended up at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, once we get that kind of effort out of them, uh, you know, we've had great success this year. So just, just trying to keep them locked in on, on trying to reach their best every time that we go out and, and just trying to, to be locked in on and execute what our game plan is. Well, Coach, now you you started the season off 7-0 and and 2-0 and in the conference, and now you guys are going to jump back into conference play after two non-conference games. Uh, tough week. You guys will travel to Marietta, Georgia for a Thursday night contest with Life University. And then I'll turn around on Saturday. You'll travel on down to Pulaski, Tennessee, to take on Tennessee Southern. For folks listening, this is formerly known as Martin Methodist, but now they're known as Tennessee Southern. So, what do you know about life, Coach? Yeah, life is really talented. You know, they've got eight or nine guys that are as good as anybody in the league. And and you know, there's nothing tougher than winning conference road games. Um, it's extremely tough and extremely challenging. And uh, you know, it takes a great effort, no matter who you play, no matter where you play. Uh, no matter what time you play. And, and uh, you know, we fully expect to have our hands full when we get to life. Uh, again, very, very talented, a, a team that loves to pressure you for 40 minutes and uh, really get after it and force the tempo. So, you know, valuing the ball, taking care of the ball, and, uh, you know, just, just kind of bringing our lunch pail and, and hard hat, so to speak, and, and uh, a willingness to sit down and defend on the road. You know, we talk about our defense and rebounding traveling with us, and, um, you know, that's something that, that's going to have to be present for us to have success uh, on Thursday and Saturday, for sure. Well, Coach, definitely. I know you don't want to. You don't want to talk Tennessee Southern yet. You want to go one game at a time. And and um, and for the folks at home who's listening to this podcast, typically Life usually has a stream of the game. If you're not able to make it to Marietta to, to cheer on the Bears, definitely look on UPikeBears.com. We should have a link to that stream as well too. About health wise, Coach, how are we going into this to the third conference game? Yeah, we're, we're in the same shape we've been in. You know, we've got a couple guys dealing with some things that um, are going to be going to be long-term type things. But, 
you know, for the most part, I think we're satisfied with where we are in regards to that. And, um, you know, I think I think both of our opponents are, are both healthy as well. You know, I think life has a healthy bunch and, and UT Southern as well. And um, both have a lot of returners that are, are kind of fueling their success this year. So uh, a lot of familiar faces will be on the floor uh, Thursday and Saturday and, and should make for, for two really tough competitive games. Well, Coach, uh, you know, part of the uh, – uh, representing the University of Pikeville men's basketball podcast, we want to wish you the best of luck this week on the road. We'll be cheering you on from home. And uh, and hopefully as we talk next week, the Bears will be 9-0 on the season and 4-0 in the Mid-South Conference as well. Absolutely. You know, that's that's always the plan, and that's what we're going to travel with the intent of. And, uh, you know, again, just hoping, hoping that our guys bring uh, the same effort and the energy that they brought to the, the floor in the previous seven games and – uh, you know, we go out and give our, ourselves the best chance that we have to compete and, and hopefully come home with two wins. Well, I have nothing but the most confidence in you and your staff. My team will come out and perform well. Wishing you the safe travels and the best of luck, Coach. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Well, Bear Nation, that will wrap up the podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. A special thanks goes out to Bear alum Sheikh Nadai and the head coach Ty Compton for his appearance on the podcast. As a reminder, folks, if you want to try to stream the game from Marietta, Georgia, stay tuned to upikebears.com. We should have a link to the stream where you can cheer on the Bears from home. Again, my name is Gary Justice, wrapping the podcast. And always remember, it's a great day to be a Bear. <laughs>